I'm Pastor Michelle Donatian coming to you from Michelle Donatian Ministries, and I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome and God bless you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian here with Michelle Donatian Ministries. I hope and pray that you are blessed or more importantly, that you are seeing how blessed you are because God is so faithful. He has a wonderful plan for each and every one of our lives. If we will only give our hearts and our lives over to him, we will see him do mighty, mighty things. Well, today is the October the 14th. It is a Wednesday and I hope and pray that you have been, you are being encouraged. You are feeling encouraged. Today, as I come before you, I want to encourage you. Now, many of you know uh, that I have a broadcast that I have every single day um, on Facebook and Twitter and Periscope and Instagram and YouTube, and you're welcome to go there as well. But I want to just be an encouragement to you here, you, the listeners of this podcast, I want to encourage you and I want you to know that even though things may look grim and glim, but God is still in control. God still has everything that he know, everything in control. He is the God of the universe. There is no one like him. Absolutely no one like him. I hope and pray that you are looking at the word of God and reading it daily. And you know, I am just excited to see what God is doing in the lives of his people. This is a time that is so, that has been very, very crazy for many people, but God is moving so mightily. And if you will allow him, you will see amazing, amazing, miraculous miracles happening all around you. God is answering prayer so quickly. I am just encouraged about what God is doing. Now, I want to be an encouragement to you. And so, as you know, we are going to be reading the word of God. Hallelujah. And um, we're going to be reading today. We're going to start in the book of 2 Samuel. And we're going to start with chapter 7. Uh, we left off as we've been reading in the word um, in 2 Samuel chapter 6. And so we're going to go on to 2 Samuel chapter 7. But I hope and pray, and I know this is going to return. This is going to bless you. Because you know, the word of God is so, so strengthening. It's so pure. It's so mighty because God is, this is him, him. The Bible says in the book of John 1, 1 in the beginning, right? Let's go there for a second. In the beginning was God. Hallelujah. Let's go here. Let's let me, let me just turn here. I want to just take you right to that scripture before I go any further. Hallelujah. John 1, 1, you know, the scripture, but I want to encourage you. Hallelujah. So let's open it up. And here's what it says. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. You see, the Lord is so faithful. So it is John 1, 1, and I just read John 1, 1 through 5. And then even going forth, you can even look and see just how faithful God is because it says in verse 6, 
And there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That light was Jesus. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Who is that? That's Jesus. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Hallelujah. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. See, God is so faithful. And as we look at the word, we see just how faithful he is. He sent the Lord Jesus. God turned himself into Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 100% man and 100% God all at the same time that he might die on the cross, that he might preach the gospel, that people would be saved. Hallelujah. And when he died on the cross, that the church would be birthed. Glory be to God. What a wonderful God we serve. That the church would be birthed. That was signified as the water and the blood ran together out of his side as he died when he was dead on the cross. You see, God is so faithful. But we all know that he rose again from the dead. You see, God always has a plan. He knows the beginning from the end. He is the beginning and the end. What a mighty God we serve. So I want to encourage you that you do not begin to fret, that you do not even look and say, well, I thought things were looking up and all of a sudden, you know, things might be, uh, things might be tough. I don't know what's been going on for you, but I guarantee that if you hold on to the Lord God, that he's faithful, he will keep you, he will deliver you out of the enemy's hand, and there will be no one that can put his hands on the man or woman of God and have any victory over you because you are in the hands of God. Hallelujah. You are in the hands of God. God will defend you. God will fight for you. God will protect you. God will do, he will correct you. God will love you. God is so faithful. So I hope that this encourages you here today. Glory be to God, because it's what we all need. And the only real encouragement is the word of God. The word of God does all the work because it's the Lord God. As we said right there, John 1, 1, hallelujah. In the beginning was the word, hallelujah. Look at that, hallelujah. And the word was God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You know, I look at the word of God and I am surprised at times. I'm not sure about you, but when you read the word of God, when I've read the word of God, I've looked and seen things that I never knew were there. As I read the word of God, you know, I go through and I shared with you before that I'm reading the word from front, from cover to back, cover to cover. And I'll continue doing that for the rest of my life, Lord willing, hallelujah, as long as I can see, that is what I will continue doing because God wants us to read his word and in his word, there's so much to be excited about and so much 
that he uses to encourage us and to teach us. And as you look at the word of God, you'll see the answer to everything. Every problem that you have, every single one of them is all in his word. So what I'm going to do is we're going to go into the book of 2 Samuel chapter 7. I want you to listen, read along with me. Glory be to God. Look at the word yourself. See it, share it with your children and be blessed, be strengthened and be encouraged because the word of God is alive and it brings life to your bones. Glory be to God. It will bring life, encouragement, wisdom, everything that you need. Hallelujah. It's all in the word of God. And here's what it says. Second Samuel chapter seven, verse one. And it came to pass when the king sat in his house and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan, the prophet, see now I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, go do all that is in thine heart for the Lord is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan saying, go and tell my servant David, thus saith the Lord, shalt thou build me an house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me in house of cedar? Now therefore, so shalt thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcote, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great nation, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a wonderful God we serve. Hallelujah. We serve a wonderful God. Let's continue on in verse 13. He shall build a house for my name. I'll go back to 12. And when thy days be fulfilled and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for my name, and I will, I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. 
and thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. The throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Then went King David in and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God, but thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant." For thy word's sake and according to thine own heart hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And with one nation in the earth is like thy, and what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem for a people to himself and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thine land, for thy people which thou redeemest to thee from Egypt, from the nations and from their gods. For thou hast confirmed to thyself thy people Israel to be a people unto thee forever, and thou, Lord, art become their God. And now, O Lord God, the, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house, establish it forever and do as thou hast said. And let thy name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God over Israel. And let the house of thy servant David be established before thee. For thou, O Lord of hosts, God is Israel. Excuse me. For thou, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel has revealed to thy servant, saying, I will build thee an house. Therefore have thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Lord God, thou art that God, and thy words be true, and thou hast promised his goodness unto thy servant. Therefore now let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may continue forever before thee. For thou, O Lord God, hast spoken it, and with thy blessing, let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. Second Samuel 8, verse 1. And after this, it came to pass that David smote the Philistines and subdued them. And David took Methagama out of the hand of the Philistines. And he smote Moab and measured them with a line, casting them down to the ground. Even with two lines measured, he put to death. He measured he to put to death and with one full line to keep alive. I'll read that again. Verse two. And he smote Moab and measured them with a line, casting them down to the ground. Even with two lines measured he to put to death and with one full line to keep alive. And so the Moabites became David's servants and brought gifts. David smote also Hedadezer, the son of Rehob, king of Zobah, as he went to recover his border at the river Euphrates. And David took from him a thousand chariots and seven hundred horsemen and twenty thousand footmen, and David hewed all the chariot horses, but reserved of them for an hundred chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to Sukkar, to Sukkar, had the Dezar, king of Zobah, David slew of the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David and brought gifts. And the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. 
And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem. And from Beta and from Berothai, cities of Hadadezer, King David took exceeding much brass. When Toy, king of Hamath, heard that David had smitten all the host of Hadadezer, then Toy sent Joram his son unto King David to salute him and to bless him because he had fought against Hadadezer and smitten him. For Hadadezer had wars with Toy. And Joram brought with him vessels of silver and vessels of gold and vessels of brass, which also King David did dedicate unto the Lord with the silver and gold that he had dedicated of all nations, which he subdued of Syria and of Moab and of the children of Ammon and of the Philistines and of Amalek and of the spoil of Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David got him a name when he returned from smiting of the Syrians in the Valley of Salt, being 18,000 men. And he put garrisons in Edom. Throughout all Edom put he garrisons, and all they of Edom became David's servants. And the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David reigned over all Israel, and David executed judgment and justice unto all his people. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was over the host, and Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, was recorder. And Zadok, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abiathar, were the priests, and Sariah was the scribe. And Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over both the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and David's sons were chief rulers. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 1. And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they called, had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machar, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. Then king David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machar, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. Now with Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David. He fell on his face... And did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, Behold, thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertaineth to Saul and to all his house. Thou, therefore, and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always, always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's son, 
sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame in both his feet. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord is so faithful. As we stop right there, we just see how a man or a woman of God will be a man or woman of his or her word. And God is not a man that he should lie. So whatever he says, he does. We look at David and David was a man after God's own heart. And if David was a man after God's own heart, out of God's own words, he called him that, then we should be men and women of God and we should be keepers of our word. Not only that, but the Lord tells us to be kind unto those and be even more kind to, be, to, to regard our brother as greater than ourself. What a wonderful God we serve. Because if we will all do that, there will be no wickedness in this world. Do you realize that? We don't all do that, unfortunately, but that's what the Lord God has called us to do. So as we read the word of God, and as you hear this word and read it yourself, and you share it with your daughters and your sons and your husbands and your wives, and your brothers and your sisters and your cousins and your uncles and your aunts and your neighbor's children, let this transform you. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the renewing of your mind happens only by the reading of the word. The word of God is what renews your mind and it transforms you. It transforms your life. So we look at this and we allow this to encourage us. And God is showing us here that he's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful and his love endures forever. His love endures forever. And I hope that you are feeling encouraged right now. And the truth of the matter is, it's not even, I shouldn't even say, it's, it's not about a feeling. Because our feelings will lie to us. Our feelings will trick us. Our feelings will have us believing one thing when the truth is not what our feelings are. Think about it. When people feel jealous, is that what the word of God says we should feel? Well, that shows you right there that people's emotions will get them into trouble. But the word of God will straighten us out. The word of God will keep us standing, walking straight forward in a straight and narrow path and walking in the way. Jesus. Hallelujah. He will keep us walking in the way. This word that I'm sharing with you today and will continue to share with you as we start this up again, glory be to God is here to encourage you and to change you. Many things are going on around the world today. Many people are feeling all kinds of different emotions, but the real truth lies in the word of God. And I want you to see this. It is my desire for you that you will see the word of God and that God, I know he'll do it. He'll transform you by it. He'll renew your mind. And this is why I say to you, read this word daily. Don't go a day without it, hallelujah. Read his word daily. Now I'm going to be coming to you reading the word, hallelujah. Now the truth is I'm not sure that I'm going to be doing it daily because my schedule is very different today. I get online every day with a broadcast so that um, I can be an encouragement to you and, and let the Lord God move. But I don't know that I'm going to have the time to read this every single day to you. So I'm still deciding exactly how often I'm going to be able to come and deliver this word to you.
but know that the word of God is going to be read to you here. And I'm reading today, and the next one we're going to read um, is verse 10, 2 Samuel chapter 10. And what I will do is I'm going to come to you tomorrow and I'll have, hopefully I'll have decided exactly how often. It may be every other day. It may be every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to do this, but I want you to be encouraged. I know that you can also go to read to watch the broadcast daily. Uh, it's at Michelle Donatian Ministries. You can go to my YouTube channel. You can go to Facebook. Uh, you can go to Twitter, Instagram, and re uh, what's the other one? Periscope. Um, and it's all Michelle Donatian or Michelle Donatian Ministries. So, or you can go to my website at michelledonatian.com and catch the replay there as well. But I'm on live every day at 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I want you to be encouraged. And either way, there will be a word of God coming to you daily. So just share this with your friends and encourage them. And the other thing I want to share with you is that we, the body of Christ, are fasting, praying and fasting for the people of God. And we've been praying and fasting. We started on, I don't have my calendar in front of me. Uh, let me just open that up. We've been praying and fasting since the 6th of this month, since the 6th of October. And this is a 21-day fast and prayer time. And we will end on the 27th. So I invite you to join us. I encourage you. I implore you to enjoy, to join us. This is not about my ministry. This is not about your ministry. This is about the body of Christ because we are brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. And we are one body. Glory be to God. And what we're doing is we're praying for the people of God. We're praying for the unsaved. We're praying, hallelujah, for the leaders of our nations. We're praying for the body of Christ. Glory be to God. And we're praying that God will get the glory. Hallelujah. So these are the prayer points. And I'm going to just say them to you again. We're praying, hallelujah. We're fasting and praying for breakthrough in the body of Christ, for God's hand to move in our nations. Wherever you are listening, it's our nations around the world. We're praying for our leaders to turn to God and we're praying for the unsaved, hallelujah. Because the answer is within the body of Christ for all the problems that are going on, going on in the world and have gone on in the world. Remember, Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. led one of the most amazing protests that there ever was. But why? Was it just because a bunch of people got together in unity to walk and to protest? No, it wasn't because of that. It was because he was a man of God and the Lord God called him. There's no way that the Lord God didn't call him to do that. How could any man, any one person have orchestrated all of those things? And how could it have been so amazing, but without God's hand? It was God. You know it was God. And you know that man of God and his church because you know he was a pastor. They were praying and many churches were praying. The people of God were praying. That's the answer to all of the problems that ail, not only America, you know, I'm, I'm airing from America, but there are people from all over the world and problems, and really they're the same all around the world. Racism, hatred, hunger, 
uh, poverty, you name it, it's all around the world. It's not just in one country. It may be in different degrees in different countries, but it all comes from the enemy, the father of lies. And we're not going to give him any glory here to God be the glory. Because when we pray, when the people of God will pray, God will change everything. Hallelujah. The other thing I want to share with you is that every day we're praying for the persecuted Christians. Now I'm bringing you up to speed on what's going on here. A lot has changed since the last time, um, since we were, I was coming to you reading the word of God. A lot of change has changed and what our, my ministry, our ministry is doing. And I'm very excited about what God is doing through our ministry. And I want to bring you in on that and I want to encourage you and um, know that we're standing together, hallelujah, in the word of God, on the promises of God. So we're standing together praying for the persecuted church all around the world. And I want you to join me praying as well daily for the persecuted church. We've been praying for two countries every day um, where the persecution for Christians are is has been ranked the highest. There's an organization called Open Doors and they're a ministry, a worldwide ministry, and they uh, help the persecuted church around the world. And so what they've done is they've ranked the 50 most heavily, the, the 50 countries where the church, the people of God are persecuted the most heavily. And they ranked them starting from number one all the way to 50. And they tell you exactly what the problem is in that country and how the people of God in those countries have asked us to pray for them. Because, you know, we might think that those of us who have never gone through real persecution, we might think to ourselves, oh, well, they're asking, they want us to stop it. They want us to pray, excuse me, not let's stop it, but they want us to pray that it will be stopped. But no, their prayer requests are that the Lord would strengthen them, that they would be able to persevere, that they will be able to continue to preach the gospel with boldness. It's amazing. That's what I pray that the people of God throughout the entire body of Christ will be strengthened. Many say that the only way for us to grow is through persecution. Well, I see growth through persecution. I don't want to be persecuted. None of us want to be. But the Bible tells us that when we are persecuted for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, that it is a privilege and an honor and we should rejoice. So this is what I say to you today. Let's pray for the believers in the persecuted church Let's pray for the body of Christ. Let's stand together in unity. We are brothers and sisters in one body, one family, and God, to God be all the glory and to Jesus be all the praise. Hallelujah. Well, my friends, today that is it. Remember, I'll be coming on tomorrow, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and um, actually, we're, we're, we're going to do that 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so you'll be able to come on and share this with your friends, please. It'll be a blessing to them. Some of you may not like to go onto social media. That's okay. Um, I don't like to go onto social media uh, to, 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 to look around for entertainment. I don't. I go onto social media and use it as a wonderful tool that God has created. Look at how we can preach the gospel around the world for free. I mean, for just the cost of the internet. And so many people can listen and be encouraged and be blessed. So I use social media as a tool, but I don't like to just go and surf on social media. And you may be the same way. So this is a perfect way for you to hear the broadcast and you to share it with those who 
may not like it. You might like the radio. I always love the radio. Um, and so nonetheless, with all that, I want to pray for you and then I will see you tomorrow. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up each and every person here at the sound of my voice, and I ask you in the name of Jesus to touch their hearts, Lord God. Touch them, touch your sweet people afresh and anew. Lord God, you're wonderful, you're holy, you're mighty, and we glorify your name, Lord God. We give you all the glory here, Lord God, because you are mighty. You're the wonderful and only true God. Lord God, every other God was made from hands, and no God is true if he's been made from hands because you are the God who created the hands. Glory be to God. You are the God who created everything. And we love you. We give you glory and honor. <sighs> Holy Spirit, we give you praise. We love you. We glorify you because you are the Spirit of God. And we love you. And we ask you to give us revelation. Give your sweet people revelation. As we close here today, Lord, I just plead the blood of Jesus, the precious blood of Jesus over every one of your people. At the sound of my voice, I plead the blood of Jesus over them and over their families, their homes and their properties, over their businesses and their jobs, their finances and their ministries, and over every realm of influence that you've given them and over every relationship you've ordained in their lives. Oh, Lord God, I ask you to protect in the name of Jesus with your precious blood everything you've ordained for them in their lives, Lord God. And I ask you to enlarge their territories in Jesus' precious and holy name. We thank you. We give you praise and glory. And all God's people said, amen. So my friends, I love you. May God be with you. Be encouraged and catch me again here tomorrow, Lord willing, 9 o'clock a.m., Eastern Standard Time. So, you know, do the calculation to find out what time that is in your country. Share it with your friends and family. Share it with other podcasts. Share it on other platforms because let's encourage the people of God. I love you. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Bye-bye.